So great to have you listening now to Until All Have Heard from the Far East Broadcasting Company. I'm Wayne Shepherd here with Ed Cannon, president of FEBC. And first things first, Merry Christmas, Ed. Merry Christmas to you, Wayne. What a pleasure to be with our listeners at this wonderful season of the year, Christmas time. Yes. Well, we're going to have more to say about Christmas in a few moments, but there's another birthday this week. In addition to the birthday of Jesus, there's the birthday of the Far East Broadcasting Company on the release date of this podcast, December 20. 1945. How about that? Just after the Second World War. Sure. Our founder was uh, one of the two founders of FEBC, was still in military dress when we formed this. He had been serving in the South Pacific as a radio engineer, Mm -hmm. working with communications for our armed services. Actually used some surplus equipment to start FEBC, didn't he? His assignment after the war was to dismantle the equipment that they had erected in islands and in the South Pacific in order to facilitate the communication. They said, we want you to tear all that equipment down and... He asked his supervisors, well, what do you want me to do with it when we've torn it down? They said, just dump it in the ocean. Take it out and dump it in the ocean. (laughs) So he asked the U.S. government if he could use some of these powerful radio transmitters uh, for his his work. And they said, well, what is that work? He said, I'm going to take the gospel into China with radio. And the U.S. government said, you can have all you want. Wow. And I know it's not being used today, but some of it is on display, isn't it? In the Philippines, you and I visited the shortwave site? That's right. Yeah. One of the large transmitters, which was mounted on a ship, so it has these large brass instruments and typical nautical-looking equipment. That transmitter, Wayne, actually was in service from the late 40s until 1985. Oh, really? So it served Christ well for 40 years after the war. Well, Dr. Bob Bowman was the other founder of this ministry, and we're going to hear his, we're in it for a treat. We're going to hear his voice a couple of times on this podcast today. The first one has to do with the founding of FEBC. Now, Bob Bowman was a member of the Haven of Rest Quartet and the Haven of Rest Radio Ministry. He was the baritone in the quartet, and they were quite popular in the day right? Uh, as, as singers of gospel songs, Christian music the Haven of Rest Quartet, uh, and they they patterned their quartet after a ship. It was called the Good Ship Grace, and each one of the singers was a first mate or a second mate or a captain. And, yeah. so, and I remember seeing the building that was shaped like a ship. It's still there. Is it? Yeah, it's still there in Hollywood. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was the studio and the Good Ship Grace. But, yeah, they'll refer to each other with these uh, mil- uh, the naval sort of titles, and so you'll have to understand that that's what they're talking yeah, about. first mate, second mate, that sort of thing. Well, let's listen to Dr. Bowman. Now, this is many, many years later, so you'll hear an older Dr. Bowman talk about those first early days of uh, founding of the Far East Broadcasting Company. It would be difficult to tell a first mate, Bob, and the crew of the Good Ship Grace that I would be leaving the Haven Breast. He was upset at first. He was already calling me second mate, Bob. Eventually, the Lord seemed to give him peace. Well, when the foundation of FUBC was complete, the first mate asked me to write a short pamphlet of what we intended to do. We'll put it on the air, he said, and tell the people that the names of everyone responding would be given FUBC as a founding mailing list. That was done on my final day with Haven, and over 600 people responded. First mate Bob matched the $1,000 the Brogers and Bowmans had between them to incorporate the FEBC. Everything seemed to be moving in a plan that God had set in motion. Was it easy? 
Were there no difficulties? Well, it was a great experience, but I have to be honest. There were many problems that awakened me around 4 a.m. Prayer was the only solution. Can you imagine the pressure? That might have been 77 years ago, Wayne, that he was referring to, but there are still problems today that awake me at 4 o'clock in the morning, so some things are the same. Yeah, but the same Lord. The same Lord, and Dr. Bob Bowman has always been an inspiration to me. I got to know him very well in the last years of his life, and the calm that comes across in his voice on that recording uh, was ever-present in his personality. He never seemed to be too shaken. And I know he was a man of incredible prayer. Even in his late 90s, Dr. Bowman would always get down on his knees as he prayed. One time I went to visit him, Wayne, and he was stuck on the floor because he'd been praying and he was too weak to stand up. So he told me I might have to give up praying on my knees, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is humorous. However, it points to the conviction of the man's spirit his dedication to prayer, and his concern for the ministry of FEBC. We we love hearing his voice, don't we? And uh, we have recordings, these uh, recordings from the past. And we have the Bowman Report, which he did for many years on radio. Many years, yeah. Actually, the Bowman Report, Wayne, was the precursor to this program we're doing now, Mm -hmm. FEBC Today on the radio, Mm -hmm. and these wonderful podcasts that give us an opportunity to share about the history of FEBC, and maybe more importantly, to share with you who are interested in hearing about the ministry, the power that radio continues to have in the proclamation of the gospel in the least reached places in the earth. Let's go back to one of those early Bowman reports and hear his voice again. It was a joyful message the Lord placed before the loyal church at Philadelphia in Asia Minor. The opening and closing of doors of opportunity are entirely in the hands of the Lord of the church. No ruler of nations, large or small, holds that power. The Lord spoke through his servant John on Patmos. These are the words. I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it. People sometimes ask, How do you know that your AM station is heard well away up in North China? Apart from many letters we received from China on a recent journey to Asia, I spent three days in Peking. I listened and recorded the signal in the hotel room one night in Mandarin Chinese. Listen. Powerful AM radio stations and international shortwave, the new open door God has given the church today to reach behind the closed areas of our world. How interesting, Wayne. He's talking about the open door. That's some 50 years ago he recorded that piece. And yet still today, we find that every opportunity man has to close those doors, they're doing it now. Mm-hmm. But as men close doors, God opens new doors to FEBC everywhere we go. I've had dozens of opportunities in the last year or so to see, wow, what man has planned for evil, God uses for good. We shift platforms. We find a new radio opportunity. We go to social media. And in every case, 
as we place our confidence in God, he provides these wonderful platforms for us to be broadcasting into the world. I only wish I could have five minutes with Dr. (laughs) Bowman right now. Wouldn't that be something? To show him how God is continuing to answer his prayers of those 50 and even 70 some years ago. Yeah. Boy, what what a thought to have. Thank you, Ed, for that. And uh, we, we have such a wonderful heritage here at the Far East Broadcasting Company, even as we look to the future as Christ tarries and what, what we're doing today. I mean, there's amazing things that Dr. Bowman would, he wouldn't understand them in his, his era, would he? Yeah, no, he wouldn't. But interestingly, I remember, uh, and we have this on video, it's on our website, actually. If you look, I had the opportunity to address Dr. Bowman in front of a large gathering of FEBC employees early in my career here very late in his career uh, on this earth. Uh, And I asked him, Dr. Bowman, what instruction would you give me as a new president of FEBC today? And he said, you see, Ed, for decades, uh, FEBC held fast to our mission of taking Christ to the world by radio. You need to hold fast to that mission, never tarry from it. However, he said, I'll put one tiny asterisk on that phrase. Take Christ to the world by radio and new media. He knew. He was 98 years old when he said that. He understood that uh, you don't just necessarily stick with shortwave radio, but as the world changes, the delivery platforms change, but the message never changes. Never does, no. Well, it was fun to hear Dr. Bowman's voice again as we celebrate the birthday this week of the Far East Broadcasting Company. We're celebrating another birthday this week, yeah. Wayne, and I don't want us to focus so much on the technology and man's plan of FEBC to take the gospel. We want to focus on God's plan because it's Christ's birthday that we're celebrating, and the gift of the first Christmas is what FEBC wants to make sure we deliver to all those people listening And just like we're talking about these different platforms and how they change and flex, I turn to Ephesians chapter 1 in verse 10, where Paul is talking here about all the things that were going on during that particular time. The mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in Christ, was put into effect when the times have reached their fulfillment to bring all things in heaven and earth under one head, even Christ. What are they talking about when the times have reached their fulfillment? I believe what Paul was referring to there was that all the things to make the gospel most efficiently transmitted in that ancient time were were put together. People could speak the Greek language. The Roman roads were there for people to transmit and communicate and move around and plant churches. There was a an oppression that the Roman government was placing on Israel at that particular time that made people anxious, that pushed them to a place of seeking something better than they had. So the times were perfect, and God created this perfect alignment of the things during that time so that when Christ was born, when his message was mature, when the disciples were spreading it out, it would effectively reach people all across the world. That's a great Christmas thought. It really is. I, I wouldn't have tied that passage to Christmas the way you just have until I hear it from you, Ed. Thank you. Well, it wasn't an original thought. I'm sure I heard that from a pastor somewhere, <laughs> but it's in my heart. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I love, Wayne, the season of Christmas. It does give FEBC a very unique opportunity 
because similarly to In the Fulfillment of Time, during the season of Christmas, there's far more openness for FEBC to be talking about Christ, the birth of Christ, in countries like Mongolia, in countries like Indonesia, in countries like China. They all celebrate Christmas with decorations, gift-giving, celebrations, and FEBC has the opportunity during those times when people are looking for a festive environment to talk about the truth of Christmas, the gift of Christ and salvation, which came to earth at Christmas. They celebrate with all the trappings, but they don't know why. I've never seen more decorations in my life than in airports in Asia, where the lights, the trees, the beautiful displays of decoration, and even Christmas music playing in (laughs) English in airports. You hear them, you know, barking out, hark the herald angels sing. And yet, in that very same country, it's illegal to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ on the radio. You can't reconcile that. You can't reconcile that. And Wayne, my favorite example, if you think about the level of um, effort People who don't even know Jesus Christ put into decorating, Mm -hmm. gift-giving, preparation, celebration. What would you have to do so that 2,000 years after you died, the world celebrated your birthday by hanging lights on every single tree and bush in their home? It's impossible to think other than the fact that the gospel is true, that Jesus Christ was the living Son of God come to earth at Christmas time with a message of salvation and hope for every one of us sinners. And maybe, just maybe, God's timing was perfect, huh? Wayne, let's pray. Lord, I want to pray for our staff around the world, these many hundreds of men and women who pour their lives into putting broadcasts on radio, many in difficult places, many in places where the gospel is unwelcome, many in places where people are deeply in turmoil, troubled with the difficulties of life um, and the struggles in this earth that keep us from turning our eye to your son Jesus at this Christmas time. Lord, during this season when we have the openness to celebrate with listeners uh, the, the, the Christmas season and through that celebration, the opportunity to uniquely and powerfully present uh, the true meaning of Christmas the message that Jesus came to this earth to give us a gift, not a gift wrapped in paper with ribbons under a Christmas tree, but rather a gift which is eternal, a gift which every human being needs, and that is that through trust in him, there's forgiveness of sin, and there's the opportunity to spend eternity celebrating God with other believers in heaven. So thank you, Lord, for that first gift of Christmas. Thank you for this dedicated staff around the world who are willing to do the work of your Lord. And please help the listeners who have yet to hear the gospel, Lord, this year at Christmas, hear and understand what the Christ child came for and how that affects their lives. And we pray this, Lord, in the name of the Christ child, Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Ed. And uh Merry Christmas once again to all of our friends. And with Christmas comes uh, soon after the end of the year, and we want to thank all of our friends for supporting FEBC this year. So go to our website, febc.org, and learn more about the ministry of the Far East Broadcasting Company. There's always something new being posted there. Great stories, great testimonies. We are truly thankful for your gifts, more thankful for your prayers and your dedication 
toward partnering with FEBC to take the Christmas message to the world. Merry Christmas to our producer, Joe Carlson, who's uh, waving from the control room right now. And thank you for listening. This has been Until All Have Heard, a production of the Far East Broadcasting Company. Mm-hmm.